What's good? Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. Oh my goodness. I am just sitting in a glory cloud right now. (laughs) And I'm going to share some sweetness of what happened this past weekend. Some of you may know, some of you may not know, but I want to just be able to share to the degree I can at this point some of what went down. It is truly amazing. So we had a conference this weekend in San Antonio, and it was called Breakthrough Women's Conference. But some of the most amazing things happened. The entire weekend was supernatural, magical, and in ways that could only be divinely orchestrated. And I personally am just truly humbled and grateful for all of the sacrifices, all of the contributions, especially just the presence of people that got here. So let me break down some of what happened. So some of you know Hemima, also known as Crystal, came on the podcast and she was given this God dream to host a conference called Breakthrough Women's Conference. And she walked out this God dream and it was truly beautiful. We got to stand in her dream this weekend and be a part of what God is doing in and through her, which is a blessing in and of itself. But the blessings just kept getting bigger. In Courage Co., if you guys don't know, Courage Co. is a private community that God had put on my heart to steward for a long time. And then it took quite a bit to really unpack with him what that would look like, how to really create the impact that he was downloading to me and dropping into my heart and how to create that in a very simple and safe and really sacred way way for people to do a lot of deep work. So Courage Co. is a community. It's in an app off social media so that we don't fall into a social media pit of sorts. And it's designed only for you to develop personally, spiritually, relationally, financially, prophetically, all of the ways, right? So you get into Courage Co. And what happens is you can plug into prophetic prayer calls that we have, You can join weekly small groups that we have three days a week, every single week for free. You can start building connections with people from all over the world, literally. And then you can go deeper and deeper on your journey. So every month we are committed to delivering relevant content that is spirit led and divinely downloaded to be delivered straight to you. And it's so wild how God does this. He knows exactly who's going to be in the room, exactly what they need to hear and exactly how they need to hear it. So it has been amazing to partner with him in delivering this every single month. That's almost a full-time job in and of itself. And that is delivered to you in what is called the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. So there's 60 minutes masterclasses every single month. And then there's coaching connected to those live when you are on those calls. And then there's also three-day challenges every single month to really go deeper and unpack a topic because you really can't do that in an hour. I'm sure you, you get that, right? So we do this every single month, but then we bundle it all together so that you can re-watch the content 
You can read the notes. You can really let it get into your being because I don't care how much knowledge you have unless you are getting it into your being where you fully understand it, then you can't embrace it and live it. And knowledge is not power, applied knowledge is. So we wanna make sure that this content is delivered in a simple and practical way so that you can live it every day. That is really the point. So we've made this crazy affordable to get plugged into and you can live in that bundle for an entire year. There is so much value in there. So you can plug into that. You can also go deeper into our VIP mastermind, which is called the God's Vibes Mastermind. And this is Holy Spirit Boot Camp. This is like an inner gym of sorts where we go deep on identity, on how you partner and co-create with God, how you increase your creative capacity, because how many of you know we often use our creativity against ourselves rather than for ourselves? And a lot of times we pray to get two things, but we have no idea how to actually live them out when they are delivered, which is not a blessing. So we really help you own your lessons and walk out your creative capacity. And then we also help you maximize your influence. And this is all about making sure you are walking with integrity. A lot of times we think that the tests we're passing are all about success, but a lot of times the tests are, can you maintain integrity and character as more and more is released to you? interesting thoughts. We've got that VIP mastermind and we also have a professional life coaching certification which you can join in January. So there's so much development that can happen from free like the podcast that you get here all the way to some deeper paid offers, okay? And that all goes down in Courage Go, but what happened is ladies that got connected, okay? Like total strangers from all over that didn't know each other connected in this mastermind. They connected so deeply, so intimately, they could really see into each other and really form relationship. They have seasons where they've needed each other and God knew this. These ladies got on airplanes, okay? Like they booked flights, got on airplanes, and got to Texas to step into another woman's God dream. And man, what God did was absolutely insane, totally divine. But imagine that. They were willing to step out and invest in themselves. They had no clue what God was going to do. None of us could have known that. But man, has God worked. And now they are spiritual running buddies. Now they have community that they didn't even know to ask for. Or maybe even know how to create or steward. Now they have community. What might that be worth to you? But they were willing to step out and find out what God had for them. They didn't let excuses block them. They didn't let things stop them. And this weekend was magical supernatural on so many accounts. And I'll share some of these photos and things on my social media if you follow me there, and I'm sure we'll be unpacking this for a while, but truly amazing. You have no idea what God can do when you step out and find out. All right, so I just wanna say from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for your sacrifices, for your contributions, for your risk, for your faith, for your ownership. None of that escapes me. It truly moves me. And I know 
deeply, intimately how hard it is to believe when you've had every reason not to. Believing oftentimes is a risk. Stepping out is a risk. It's scary. It's painful. But when you do it, God meets you there. And he knows exactly how to restore the years the locusts have eaten. He knows exactly how to give you double for your trouble. He knows exactly how to redeem the time and show good on even these deep desires and secret petitions in your heart that you don't even know how to ask for anymore. And when you step out and find out, God will truly blow your mind. He will make you come alive again in ways that you didn't know were possible. What might that be worth to you? So if you've been hungry for community, if if some of what you, anything of what you've been experiencing here on the podcast has been blessing you, my heart, my encouragement is to get into the free Courage Co. community. You can go to www.courageco.org and plug in there. I've been a part of many programs. I've been seeping and soaking in many communities and I can tell you what God is doing here is something truly special and I take no credit this is this is God okay so if you could use some support in your journey this space is available and you are welcome to plug in www.courageco.org so at this breakthrough women's conference omg I thought that I might share a powerful message that God started downloading to me for this. I was very prayerful about who was being who was going to be in the room. If you were in the room, if you listened to the podcast, if you were in the room, if I didn't meet you, send me a message. I would love to connect with you, pray with you, whatever that might look like, but connect with me. I would love to connect with you. But what God was shifting and changing, I could really sense some of the things that people were contending for. But I really am somebody that is practical, somebody that is simple, right? Like if I can't break it down, that means for me personally that I'm not going to get it. And if I don't get it, then I'm not going to apply it. And if I don't apply it, then I'm not going to live it. I'm not going to own it. So what good is that, right? So I very much walk out practical spirituality, okay? Like I make this something that is simple, something that I can live. So that's one of the gifts that God has given me. He helps me break down maybe complex ideas, topics, things, right, that we face in life, different challenges and tests, and he gives me a unique perspective, wisdom, and language for those things. And that often gives us hope. That often gives us encouragement, Okay, so encouragement is one of the gifts on my life. That's where Courage Co. was actually birthed from. I started to think, well, if I had anything valuable, anything at all that I could give somebody, aside from my message of God's vibes matter, what might that be? If I were truly going to partner with somebody, what would I help them do? Even what did I need in my own life? Courage was the answer. Okay, so when I was unpacking this message with God, and man, it was a bit of a wrestle, not gonna lie. (laughs) Like, God, what are we doing? I had just had a real talk conversation with him. I'm like, yo, God, as I'm driving a few hours here to where the conference is, here's, here's the plan. I'm gonna get out of the way, and I fully trust you to derail the message and do whatever you gotta do, and man, did he do that. Okay, we had some teaching, We had some activation, we had some prayer, and we had some prophecy, and we even had a lot of decreeing and declaring. It was really, really powerful. So I thought what I could do is offer 
some of what went down to you in, a, in the form that a podcast allows, all right? And we do also, in the Courage Co. community, if you are local or if you desire to be, we do meetups every single month to meet in person. So we're going to try to get together and do a Friendsgiving this upcoming month. We're also going to try to get together and make a Christmas light adventure of some kind happen. So if you want to plug in, we share about that. It's called the Women's Life Group. It's an actual channel or separate group inside Courage Go. Again, totally free. We just meet up and hang out and do life together. That's the sole purpose of that. So there is that as well. Now, when we were starting this message, I thought, well, man, people are catching flights to get a breakthrough. I find that interesting. But what does a breakthrough even mean? Like, do we even know what we're contending for? Do we even know a breakthrough if we receive it? Do we even know what that might look like, what that might feel like, what that even means for us personally? Because again, if we don't know what that means, then how is that going to benefit us in any kind of way? It's not. So I thought it was interesting to even just break down the word breakthrough. Breakthrough is a sudden increase in knowledge. A sudden increase in knowledge and it is a important discovery that happens after trying for a long time. Okay, it's right down there with long suffering, the fruit of the spirit, right? It happens after trying for a long time to understand something. So all of a sudden, you couldn't figure it out. It didn't make any sense to you. And then you get whacked with truth, with a new perspective, with a shift in perception. And a lot of times, that's what a miracle is. A miracle is a shift in perception, okay? Yes, there are still, we live in a time that is the Acts, the book of Acts, miracles, signs, and wonders. But sometimes a miracle is a shift in perception. It could be that simple that we miss it, okay? But I also have found another definition in my living and experiencing with God that breakthrough is God waiting on us to respond in obedience to what he is already commanded and already promised. Mm. Breakthrough happens when we take the first offensive step against the barriers in our life. So a great question is, where are the barriers in your life? Where are the limits in your life? We serve a God of no limits. So perhaps those areas where you have limitations, yeah, what's impossible with man, it might be perceived as impossible through that lens. However, what is impossible with man becomes possible with God. So something that I wanted to be sure to impart in the room was that it's more important that you have revival in you than just going to one. We are in a time where people are talking a lot about a revival's gonna happen, a revival's coming. Revival's been happening and revival happens in you, in you. So it's so important that you actually have revival happen in you. Sometimes that's why there is value in getting in the room because when you are changed, when you do experience a breakthrough, and revival does happen in you, you want to make sure that you go home and you still have that living on the inside of you. Because when you leave the room, you don't have the same sort of energy. You don't have the same sort of encouragement. You don't have the same sort of hunger, the same sort of passion. You're not around all of the people that are contending at the same time right alongside of you. You've got to learn how to actually generate it and activate it on your own. 
Okay? And many times when God calls us to something, it's before we're ready and before we can agree with it and embrace it. Have you noticed that? (laughs) We're like, yo, God, me? Me. I'm not qualified to do that. Do you see what that thing is? I don't have a background in that. I have zero idea how that would even be possible. But he still is calling us into it. Right? And it's before we think we're ready. We're never going to feel ready. I promise you. I promise you. You're going to think that you're ready and prepared sometimes. You'll find out you're not ready. Then you're going to really know that you're not ready. But God's like, no, you're ready. Right? God's thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways, right? And one of the reasons that he does that is to keep us humble and dependent. Interesting, right? So I want to encourage you that if you have had faith for something and then started to freak out, fear always follows faith, okay? So you'll have a measure of faith. God will give you this prompting to go venture into the deep with him, right? To walk on water, so to speak. But fear will then suddenly come. Like at first you're like, oh, okay. And then you're like, no, 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 no. Right? And you start kind of like pulling back. Fear always follows faith. So you really know you're on to something when fear starts stirring up in an area. Jesus actually gave authority to his disciples when he walked with them. And when he ascended into heaven, he still gave us authority through the Holy Spirit. He still walks with us through things. So I want to share a couple of scriptures because I think it's really powerful. My assignment was to share on authority and how that we can partner and co-create with God. So I'm going to break down a little bit of what that looks like. But it says in Matthew 14.22, this is the scripture, you've probably heard about it about Peter on the water with Jesus. But it says this, Then he directed the disciples to get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he sent away the crowds. And after he had dismissed the multitudes, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. When it was evening, he was still there, alone. These are keys. Pray. Get alone with God. But the boat was by this time out on the sea, many furlongs, and a furlong is one-eighth of a mile, distant from the land, beaten and tossed by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch, fourth watch is a very spiritual time. It's between 3 and 6 a.m. So if God is stirring in you and waking you up to go pray, get up and listen. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus came to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they screamed out with fright. But instantly he spoke to them saying, Take courage. Hello, take courage. I am. Stop being afraid. This is a principle in Courage Co. Yeah, you're going to feel fright, terror, fear stir up on the inside of you. But God says, Take courage. I am. God can't get any closer than living on the inside of you. He's before you, he's your rear guard, and he's alive and well on the inside of you. Take courage, I am. Stop being afraid. You'll have the option to be afraid, but God says, stop. Remember who walks with you. And Peter answered him, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. He said, come. So Peter caught out of the boat and walked on the water, and he came toward Jesus. But when he perceived and felt the strong wind, he was frightened. And as he began to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me from death. Aren't we dramatic? (laughs) We always think the worst case scenarios. Instantly, Jesus reached out his hand and caught and held him, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? 
And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. And those in the boat knelt and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. So the interesting thing to extra- extract rather, from this scripture is that Jesus was give, he has given each of us the authorization to walk on water, right? It's almost like potential. So many of us, we've probably even been these people, but we know somebody that's got so much potential. They're just not living in it. And that is actually so painful to witness. But instead of hyper-focusing on anyone in your life that's not living in your potential, live in yours. Make that your assignment. Live in yours and be an example of what's possible with God. Get your eyes off what they are doing and get your focus on what God has purposed to be doing in and through you. You can't change a person, but man, can you be a witness. Man, can you be a model and example of what's possible. And when you focus on that, you'll be plenty busy, I promise you. So Jesus has given each of us the authorization to walk on water. We have to take the authorization and take a step, and we can do like Peter did. We'll start walking on top of the things that threatened to destroy us. So, so powerful. So the question is, God has given us this authorization Will we use it? Will we step out of the boat, the metaphorical boat, your comfort zone in your life, and activate what you, you, Y-O-U, have been authorized to activate? Because why would we have authority? God has given us, authorized us to have authority to activate certain things, to be certain things, to become certain things. Now, there's another great scripture in Acts, okay? So if we're going to jump, we're going to jump to Acts 12, verses 1 through 9, and I'm just going to give a little part of this. But the interesting thing to note here is how Peter has grown in his faith. He's a faith walker. He's grown in his faith, and we see him on the boat where he was, oh, ye of little faith, but Man, when he saw Jesus show up there and how Jesus encouraged him and what Jesus reminded him of, watch where he's gotten to because of encounters with God. Watch what happens here. So Peter was kept in prison, but fervent prayer for him was persistently made to God by the church. Make sure that you surround yourself with intercessors and prayer warriors, community. It is so, 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 so important, right? There are some people in your life that may have hurt you, that may have caused you to not trust people, but you can't block out people and then miss the people that are actually designed to affirm you and encourage you and call you into what God has designed and purposed for you. So make sure that you've got people around you that are able, able to pour into you, not compete with you, not judge you, not condemn you, not shame you, but allow you to be the fullness of who you're called to be. Accept you where you are, but not let you stay there. That's how God operates with us. You can be that for other people and you you can become a part of a community that offers that for you. So the very night before Herod was about to bring him forth, Peter was sleeping. Peter was sleeping between two soldiers fastened with two chains and sentries before the door guarding the prison. 
And suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared standing beside him and a light shone in the place where he was. And the angel gently smote Peter on the side and awakened him saying, get up quickly. And the chains fell off his hands. And the angel said to him, tighten your belt and bind your sandals. And he did so. And he said to him, wrap your outer garment around you and follow me. And Peter went out along following him and he was not conscious that what was apparently being done by the angel was real, but thought he was seeing a vision. When they'd passed through the first guard and the second, they came to the iron gate, which leads into the city. Of its own accord, the gate swung open, and they went out and passed on through one street, and at once the angel left him. Then Peter came to himself and said, Now I really know and am sure Okay, faith is a knowing, a conviction, a certainty deep down inside of you. Now I really know and am sure that the Lord has sent his angel and delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all that the Jewish people were expecting to do to me. Interesting, right? Like if we look at this for a second, right? First, we often hear this story about Peter on the boat. Oh, ye of little faith, right? And it's an encouragement to get your faith out for something far out. But that's where seeds were planted because he had an encounter with God. That encounter with God back on the boat encouraged Peter so much that he could be about to be executed and be sleeping. He's like, this is so, so impossible that I'm not even going to trip. I'm going to sleep because I know I don't know how, I don't know when, but I just know my God is faithful and I just know God's going to show up and I just know he's going to walk me out of this thing. And what did God do? He sent a full-on angel, right? Like the thing was so crazy, so miraculous that Peter thought he was dreaming it up. But no, this was real life. God walked Peter straight out of an impossible situation. So Peter in both references was on a faith walk and he had encounters with God, with the divine, with the miraculous. And something that's interesting to note in either is his trust level, his dependency, his faith. So that informs me that there's levels to this thing. There's levels to our faith walk, right? I talk about in Rule and Reign, it is a faith walker manual. <laughs> this is how we can grow our faith in every season. We actually made that a program, which is super powerful. We had so much fun in there. It's called the 30 Days of Faith Walking Program, right? This is a way to really jumpstart your faith and go on a journey with God in 30 days. That is in Courage Co. as well, right? But the main point here is as a faith walker, you have to identify that we are commissioned by God. Okay, and you can't be co-missioned. You can't co-labor. You can't co-create fancy words for saying you can't partner with God until you come into submission to the primary mission. Until you get under his mission, you can't partner with him. That makes sense, right? Because your thoughts are not God's thoughts. Your ways are not God's ways. Your heart is wicked and deceitful. Who can trust it? When it's not in God's hands and when he hasn't put a new heart in you, when he hasn't given you a new operating system, 
We have authority when we say yes to the mission and we have power because of encounters. We saw that with Peter. We have authority. We've been authorized to do many great and mighty things by the power of God on the inside of us, but we don't really fully recognize or understand that until we develop in our intimacy, until we come close to God, and still we have until we have encounters with him. This is experiential education with God. This is growing up with God. So your authority comes in your yes to the commission, but your power comes through encounters. So when you believe you have authority to do what the word of God says, the will of God is the word of God. And it's also good news. It makes things possible for you. You can then claim your inheritance and you can walk with it. And there's nothing the devil, the enemy of your soul would love more than to make sure that you never step out and find out. So truly what we're doing as faith walkers is we are training for reigning. We're training how to be warriors, not wimps. The world will tell you you are a victim, you are powerless, you are helpless, you can't change your reality, you just got to suck it up and just live in your comfort zone and settle and play small and fall back and let somebody else figure it out. That is not not in any way, shape, or form who God formed, shaped, and anointed you to be and what is possible for you. That ain't it. The world will tell you that though, but training for reigning is training and how to be a warrior, not a wimp. Faith ain't for wimps. Part of your identity you have to recognize is having authority over the devil. He would love to cause you to become stagnant, to have no passion, to have no hunger, to not have this desire to run after anything. He would love to have you broke, busted, disgusted, frustrated, right? But God made us whole, authorized, equipped, bold, and courageous. And that's why it's imperative. What we are learning at this Breakthrough Women's Conference is that we've got to heal. A lot of times, many of us, many of us have been scarred. We've been broken, We've been abandoned. We've been betrayed. We suffer from motherlessness, fatherlessness. We haven't had training in where we should go. And that has caused a lot of pain and a lot of dysfunction. And we need to heal from that. I personally have spent many years in therapy, right? And then after we start healing from that, we've got to figure out, well, okay, if I'm not any of those things and if I'm not my story, then who am I? And you really cannot figure it out until you come into relationship with God. I was somebody that was the self-help person, right? I found an addiction in self-helping my way. Anyone? <laughs> am I alone in this? I was finding my, my purpose and reading more books and going to more conferences and learning from more people because something I knew was that exposure matters, but I didn't have a relationship with God. I didn't have the right exposure. And the wrong exposure can actually hinder you and give you a complex versus helping you to function, okay? So you've got to recognize that you will not fully realize who you are form-shaped and anointed to be apart from God. God reveals who you are. But then from there, these are steps, right? You get healed, you get whole, but then you've got to get equipped because yes, you've been authorized, but you've got to be equipped and you've got to become bold and you've got to be courageous because often now you're met with way more tests, trials, challenges, rejection, betrayals, things that you had no idea 
that you'd even be able to get through and grow through. And God will walk you straight through those things because there's purpose on it. There's destiny on it. But it will cost you, right? So we need to be able to walk through things, not just as a child of God, but a spiritually mature warrior, not as a Christian, not as somebody that is a follower of any sort of religion. Jesus did not come to give us a religion, not as a churchgoer. We are here to be spiritually mature warriors, kingdom ambassadors on this earth. God sent you here to break some things to love the hell out of people, to literally be an example of what is possible with God. But you will never do that if you don't get healing, if you don't really honor and recognize who God has formed, shaped, and anointed you to be and stop being a bully to yourself, be a champion of yourself, and then start stepping out and partnering with God to do these exploits that he promised you to do. My favorite, one of my favorite scriptures, something that I'm standing on for my life is that those that know their God will be strong and do exploits. Let's go, right? But we will never get into an exploit season unless we do these other exploits. Your healing is an exploit. You coming to know and own who you are, that's an exploit. You partnering with God in many different assignments, those are exploits, Think about that for a second. What might be connected to your life? The more we live, the wiser we should get. The power of God, the anointing, we talked about this in one of our challenges, the power of the anointing. It's simply the measure of power that God dispenses into a human vessel. That's me. That's you, right? The anointing, it changes us. It breaks bondages off of our life. It leaves a deposit in our lives. We become transformed beings. But that comes down to how much experience you have. How much experience do you have operating as the whole, the equipped, the bold, the authorized, the courageous version of you? How much of a track record with God do you have that looks like that? What can you tell me about life that will help me live better? Breakthrough isn't just for you. Yes, it'll cost you, but it's not just for you. It's for who's connected to you. So are you representing God in a way that could really make a difference in someone's life? That is why you have authority. It isn't so you can be a brand. It isn't so that you can have some mark of success on your life. It is so that you can represent God in a way that can really make a difference in someone's life. How do you do that? You've got to take authority over your spiritual life. You've got to go first. That's what leaders do. That's what pioneers do. They have the audacity, the courage, the faith to go first. That often is a lonely journey. But many times, all of us experience things in our soul that we can only go through alone with God. So you've got to take authority over your own spiritual life. You have to be a victorious warrior in your own life so you can be entrusted with more authority around you. You've got to see yourself as who you are in Christ, who you are in God. And what's beautiful about this is that Jesus gives us access to God. That changes everything. That is no small thing. That changes every single thing in your life. You are victorious and empowered by the Spirit of God every single 
day. You are not stuck. There are new mercies every single day to be, to do, to have what God has called and purposed you for. God is the author of your next level. He is the finisher and perfecter of your faith. Your destiny is in the palm of his hands. He's the authority over your destiny. So what does it look like to take authority over your own spiritual life? It looks like being aware of what's going on. Does it align with God's character and his heart? You're not going to know this unless you read his word to discern his will and his voice. You've got to get sharp in discerning lies from the truth. This is being wise as a serpent, gentle as a dove. We've got to come up higher and recognize how is the enemy trying to attack. That's very great insight. That's great intel. And that helps me be a sniper in the spirit and attack that with prayer. Attack that with prophecy. Attack that with the word of God. Speak. Speak. You will have what you say. The power of life and death is in your tongue. So when you speak, you are decreeing and establishing a thing. Prophecy is your inheritance and you speak life with your mouth. God's will must come to pass. His word will not return void. So you can also visualize the promise, your inheritance being true for you. You can meditate on it and activate your faith. Meditation is how you mull something over in your mind, how you break it down in your mind. It's also how you accelerate your belief. So if you want acceleration, you've got to accelerate your belief. That's what it looks like to take authority over your spiritual life. But if power comes through encounters, where do encounters happen? Encounters happen in the process. We are actually forged or formed in the fire, our favorite, right? But this is a great question. In a faith walk, right, we're forged in the fire. God does something really powerful, right? Because it's really easy to say, do not fear, Just stir up your faith, right? But if you've been hurt, if your expectations have been smashed, if you've been discouraged, then it is a huge risk to believe. It is a a pain, a hurt like you haven't experienced to get your faith out after you've been hurt, walked on, betrayed. Your expectations have been crushed over and over and over again. That's a risk. But God does this beautiful thing. He gives us a dream to have hunger, to have expectancy, to have a desire for something new, even after all of that. But great faith inspires great dreams and great dreams require great faith. So do you have the slightest idea of what to use your faith for? You know, some people might say everything, which yes, that's true. Some people might say for finances, for relationship, for business, right? But I've noticed in my own journey that if I don't get specific, I really don't know how to pray or how to apply my faith, right? So when I'm speaking in generalities, generalizations, right? Like I'm not specific enough to be tracking with God. So it's important that we get specific about what God wants us to use our faith for. And often he gives us a God dream, an idea, a desire, And while we focus on these ideas and desires, God really cares about our character. And our character is who we choose to become. But the great thing is, is when we're being forged in the fire, often going after these dreams, right? God has given us a 
go-through it spirit, not a give-up spirit, but a go-through spirit. And if we partner with God, he will can do this complete makeover in our heart. It actually says in Hebrews 5, although he was a son, he learned active special obedience through what he suffered and his completed experience making him perfectly equipped. He became the author and source of eternal salvation to all those who give heed and obey him. So even Jesus had to go through phases, right, and suffering to become perfectly equipped. So while we are worried about a dream, God is focused on our character and who we're becoming. And sometimes he'll allow you to go through things to equip you to help someone later. And we learn obedience and dependency through what we suffer. And this complete experience of suffering a lot of the time equips us. Experience is way more valuable than education. So a question here would be, will you choose God's dream for your life? Or your dream? Will you let somebody else impose their dream on you? Will you succumb to the ways of the world and conform to those? Or will you rise up and do something different? There are actually phases of a breakthrough process that I'll give you, but this is how you defeat fear and doubt through writing God's story with you. So the first phase is the dream phase, okay? God gives you a dream so that you're not stuck in drama, trauma, frustration. He calls you out into the deep, into the unknown with him, to partner with him on a new adventure. But in this phase, you got to decide a couple of things or determine that you will do these things. Dedicate all your life to God. You get to make the decision. Are you going to conform to the patterns of the world or be transformed into the patterns of God? Thinking like God thinks, speaking like God thinks, moving like God's moves. That's God's vibes matter. That's learning how to align and track with him in all you think, say, and do. But will you dedicate all your life to God? Will you submit to the primary mission? A lot of people don't do this, right? Many are called, few are chosen. Reserve time alone with God, right? How can you really hear him, receive from him if you spend zero time with him? That really doesn't make sense, right? Logically speaking, you've got to reserve time alone with God. You've got to start developing a relationship. Those encounters are everything when it comes to your faith. Then you can also... Evaluate your abilities. God knows how he's wired you. He knows how he's formed, shaped, and anointed you. So things that come naturally to you, don't take those for granted. God wants to use those. Evaluate your abilities. Also evaluate what you have a lot of passion for. What are the things that you hate? What are the things that you love? Those give you a lot of valuable insight. Then you want to make sure that you associate Again, in this dream phase with godly dreamers, because just like people around you can crush and kill your dreams, quite literally, when you get around godly dreamers, they will add fuel to that dream. They will encourage you. They will pray for you. They will cover you. They will partner with you. We just experienced this. People caught flights to be a part of somebody's God dream that were once total strangers. That can only be God. I was joking with them that After you hit, you know, your 20s, after you get out of your 20s, people don't just change their schedules and catch flights, right? Like that doesn't just 
happen. That's not just convenient. But they do when God is stirring something up. So you got to associate with godly dreamers. They will model what is possible. They will give you permission. They will help you. They will partner with you to steward this thing. You got to make your dream public. (laughs) I've shared before, God is walking me through a dream right now. And he, in previous seasons, has had me keep it quite private and not let too many people know about that. And then just announce it when it's done, you know? But this time, he's been having me share it with way more people than I would ever be comfortable with and way more people than I would even be feeling like I could trust, right? I'm like, God, what's up? (laughs) Why are we doing this, right? Like, why? I mean, there's a different kind of courage to step out and share. So why, why are we doing that? Why are we doing that? And God said that I want you to be more supported than you've ever been in your entire life. And I said, wow, wow, God, I didn't even know to ask for that. I didn't even know to ask for that. You know, I think sometimes when we operate in God's power for his glory, that can look easy. But a lot of times people have no idea what that costs you. And they didn't come to your life in a chapter where you were really struggling and they don't know how much of a sacrifice that is, right? So to actually be supported I'm like, what, what does that even mean, God? This is, that is insane. I can't even imagine what that looks like, feels like to be more supported. I don't even know sometimes what it is to be supported, right? Like that is wild to me. How have you given somebody like me the assignment to build community when I didn't even come from that? I didn't even have a home. Like what? It doesn't make sense. But if you trust God, He is faithful, right? He will do these things that don't make sense. So he was telling me to make this dream public and I'm walking this out actively right now. And he said, I want you to be more supported than you've ever been in your life, but I also want you to pioneer this thing. I want you to show, I want people to see through you walking this thing out, the blueprint. The blueprint for their conference, the blueprint for their book, the blueprint for their business, the blueprint for their God dream. I want them to watch you walk it out with me. And I say, whoa, yes, Lord, I hear you loud and clear. Keep giving me wisdom, strength, Lord, help. (laughs) Right? I trust you. Help me. Okay. So in this dream phase, dedicate all your life to God, reserve time alone with God, evaluate your abilities, associate with godly dreamers, and make your dream public. When it's public, you can't fall back on anything else. You got to keep building that thing, right? It's like building the ark. Looks real crazy till the rain comes, right? Then you got to make a decision. And when it comes to decision making, I think a lot of us can stumble here because we really want to make good, wise decisions. But then we don't trust that we are, okay? So this decision phase throughout walking out a breakthrough with God is really about making sound decisions. So you've got to calculate the cost of what you are deciding to step into. A lot of times why people give up is because they never fully counted the cost of that thing. An example, a lot of people want to be entrepreneurs. They think that, you know, people posting up a computer on the beach is going to be their life and they're going to have more time freedom than ever. That's sort of the promise, right? That these people suck you in with. What they don't get is being an entrepreneur is going to be harder than working three to- three full-time jobs. Like it's actually going to require everything of you and require a lot of time 
energy, effort, disappointment, frustration, discouragement, rejection. There's going to be a lot of tests and challenges, especially if you get into phases where you're scaling, right? And building efficacy. That's that's going to really, really deeply challenge you. And it's going to require way more of you than when you're just an employee working for somebody. There's not a whole lot of pressure on you when you're just an employee. You're not worrying about all the things that you worry about when you're a CEO or a founder. You're just not. So there's a lie, right? That it's not going to cost you anything. You're just going to have all this freedom and all this money and life is going to be jolly and you'll just scamper off (laughs) into the sunset. That ain't it. That ain't it. Like there's definitely a process and it will actually challenge your identity. It will challenge your character. It will challenge your trauma. It will challenge everything about you. It will challenge your faith walk. So you got to count the cost, right? The Bible says it this way. The end of a thing is greater than the beginning. We get really excited about an idea, but how many people actually walk out and complete their ideas? It's a few, a few. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Courage Co. is full of laborers. I watch it every day. In this decision-making phase, you also have to prepare for problems. I think sometimes we expect, well, I made this decision. Like, it should be easy, right? Nah. (laughs) It's easy in the sense that you're maybe not fighting yourself or you know that you're in the will of God, which is the safest place to be. But there's going to be problems. There's going to be challenges because you have a real enemy waging war against you. He doesn't want to see you taking new territory for the kingdom, breaking out of things that he wanted you bound in. That doesn't help his agenda. Well, too bad, but prepare for him to give you a hard time. And you've got to make decisions that will determine your destiny. If this isn't going to matter a day from now, 24 hours from now, 48 hours from now, five years from now, why are you tripping? Do not give that your precious life. You get to decide what you give your energy to, what you give your life to, what you give your precious focus to. Don't make it a thing. If other people are dramatic, you don't have to decide to be. You don't even have to acknowledge it or give any sort of energy or life to that. Show them an example of what's possible. Do something different. Show them your mark, your standard. Give them an opportunity to rise to that. Don't fall to other people's level. Give them an opportunity to rise. So decision-making is all about wisdom, and you can't walk in the wisdom of God without the word of God, and it's imperative that you surround yourself with wise counsel, get accountability around you, get an advisory board around you. We do not create dreams by ourselves. We do not. Next one is delays. You've got to persist when you're walking something out with God. You got to persist. You got to risk, resist the enemy and he will flee from you. Dreams are never fulfilled immediately. So there's going to be a lot of attacks, right? There's going to be a lot of things, but we've got to stop fretting and start trusting God in the process. There is always delays before sowing and reaping, right? There's always a delay. We sow seed for usually a lot longer than we think before we ever reap a harvest. And even when we're reaping a harvest, it takes a lot of effort to pull that harvest in. That requires a lot of energy. You don't just sit back and get smashed with blessings. Like it actually requires you to show up in a different kind of way. So it's one of those, be careful what you pray for. Because when you get it, (laughs) you better be ready, right? So there's going to be delays so that you can prepare. You can persist. You can prove that you're ready. 
Then there's going to be difficulties. And I love to say that every trial is a teacher. If every trial is actually a teacher, then there's something I can learn. There's no such thing as FOMO in my life. I'm not going to miss out on my life. I'm going to fully absorb every single thing that this season has to offer me. And that will be my proof that I am truly ready for this next season. So ask God for what he wants you to learn. What is his purpose? Because his purpose is always greater than any difficulty, any problem that you will ever face. Then you'll move into some dead ends. This is usually where if people haven't given up by now, they give up. But what you do here is you don't focus on what you can't do or what doesn't look like what's possible. You focus on what God can do and you rely on what he said. Faith is facing facts without being discouraged by them. So powerful. Faith is facing facts without being discouraged by them. And God works according to our expectation. So in the face of a dead end, can you encourage yourself in the Lord? Can you still trust that what God said, if he said it, that settles it? Will you still move according to that expectation? Not what it looks like, not the circumstance, not what he said, he said, they said. If you do, you'll move into deliverance. Your dead end is a doorway to God's deliverance. And what's really powerful here is faith-filled gratitude. You thank God in advance. You believe for what it is that you do want, not what you don't want. And deliverance can be external, it can be internal, and it can be eternal. So between all these... Your dream, your decision, your delays, your difficulties, dead ends, and deliverance. What phase are you in today? If you don't have a dream, there's really not a breakthrough process. And you're not really living, you're just existing. Because the truth is, God's power comes to pass through us. And the number one reason people don't receive what God has promised is because they do not operate in their authority. You must believe that you are authorized. You must believe that you are the woman for the job, the man for the job. You must believe that you can do it, and you must use your authority to resist the devil. We're unlocking God's power inside of us when we do that. And God is showing us how to use it so that we can go after what he's promised. In Luke 10, 19, it says, Now you understand that I've imparted to you my authority to trample over his kingdom. You will trample upon every demon before you and overcome every power Satan possesses. Absolutely nothing will harm you as you walk in this authority. Satan has strategies that are tailor-made for you. When you don't execute your authority, you are leaving room for the devil to walk all over you and deceive you into thinking he has power over you. If you believe his lies, he will gain access to bring bondage into your life. You've got to shut this door and take your God-given authority seriously. You may blame your troubles on the devil, on someone else, or maybe even your own choices, but in the end, what matters most is what God will do through your trials. So where are you in your faith? If you really want to know where you are in your faith, watch how you've been acting. We aren't workers for God. We are workers with God. But if I don't know the word of God, I am at a disadvantage. I end up acting on impulse, environment, emotions, or traditions. But if you act on the word of God, you will be a winner. 
You might move slower, but you'll move safer because you'll have accountability. You'll have wisdom. You'll have experience. You'll have a track record with God. But many of us don't want the commitment of being responsible. But our responsibility is our intention and our impact. We've got to be very responsible and accountable to those things. And it takes courage to open these doors with God. But God will always walk us all the way through it. Yes, these things are bigger than us. But what happens when God opens the door? New things become possible. God will release things to you if you will be the one who will pursue. This silent faith that Peter has, it screams of faith at its best. Peace in the middle of a storm. That is faith. It also proves in this example of Peter in the prison that God doesn't need your participation to bless you. He can cause you to prosper all by himself. Nothing is too hard for him. But you've got to believe. You've got to get your expectancy up for what you do want. What is possible with God, not what you don't want, not what is impossible. There are no shortcuts and no quick fixes in the kingdom. And just like electrical energy is important to electronic devices, faith is important in the kingdom of God as an activator. You are an activator when you activate your faith. The only thing that makes you dangerous is your faith. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Faith is the greatest activator and love is the greatest motivator. But it takes time to develop your faith. It takes time to walk in it because it's a lifestyle that you live. It is not a quick fix and there are no shortcuts. But as a reminder, God is the author of your next level. The question for you is, do you have the courage to make a real change in your life? Will you choose God's dream? Which means you don't choose the process. God does. What will your testimony be? You don't get to choose the fight, but you can choose how you fight. Do you have the courage to step out and find out what is possible for you with God? My encouragement to you today, don't miss your moments. They're happening every single day. Seize them with sincerity. Then God will give you the grace to walk them out. He will start releasing his authority through you and you will become disciplined to his way of life as you're reading his word, as you're embracing his process, as you're trusting him, surrendering to him and building this silent faith that just knows, that is sure. God says that he can do anything far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. Think of the greatest dream for your life. God can top that. It's bigger than any ambition, goal, or desire you could ever dream up on your own. Are you ready to do what God created you to do? If you have the audacity to ask, God will create the opportunity for you to do it. Rest is the ultimate sign that you trust God. When you rest, you trust that God will care for your work. There is nothing more the enemy wants but to wear you out and exhaust you. So rest. You will find the time you spend resting is far more effective to your work than if you spent that same time working, hustling, pushing, 
forcing. We are responsible for our intention and our impact. We are responsible for making sure that they align. And there's a certain amount of humility required to make sure these things align as much as possible. I personally, with people I'm connected to, I don't want to say or do anything that prevents them from being who God called them to be. That causes me to keep a guard over my mouth that I might not sin against God. To ask God to create in me a pure heart. Help me to walk uprightly. God, I humble myself before you. Help me. Because all of us, we see this in Romans 7 and Romans 8 with Paul, all of us miss the mark of who God has called us to be. That's what we keep doing. We're trying, we fail. We try and we fail, right? But that's the process. That's the cycle. We get better and better at being like who God calls us to be. The more and cl- more close we get to him, the more and more encounters with, with him that we have, the more and more powerful in him we become. So when people say things like, I'm just trying to get on your level, I'm like, I don't want to be on your level. I want to be on God's level. He's called me to a different mark, and that's my standard. That's my mark. It's not perfection. It's not people-pleasing. It's not codependency. It's not what you think the mark is. It is his standard. It is his will. It is his way. I want to be on God's level. So set a new standard with your life. Become all God created you to be. Build your relationship with God. His spirit doesn't lose. What was once impossible for you, where you might have failed trying to be self-made, independent, self-sufficient, when you partner with God and when you get around godly dreamers and accountability, everything becomes possible for you. Your relationship with God sets the mark for you. How you handle power, how you handle betrayal, how you handle disappointment, how you handle success, that is all through God's standard. You won't know how to do that without God. He sets the mark for you. So we live in this cycle of hitting the mark and missing the mark. That's why we repent. We turn from what all of the misses, all of the sin that easily besets us, and we keep turning back to God. That's how you grow. We can't be who he's called, shaped, and anointed us to be, who he's designed us to be without him. But we don't just get to quit and fall back because we missed the mark. God is not finished with you yet. If you are still here, if you're still breathing, if you are listening to the sound of my voice, God is not finished with you yet. You might think all the enemy has to do is wage war with you, attack you, but all he has to do is make you indifferent so that you become stagnant and you have nothing to reach towards. If you love God, do what he's called you to do. Be an example of what's possible with him. Be a witness. Feed his sheep. And this is important because not everyone trying to teach you is trying to get you closer to what God's called you to be. You've got to discern that. You've got to have wisdom in these times. And again, the real test isn't if you can be successful in this life, but if you can maintain your integrity. You won't do this if you don't know how to own your lessons. It is a fight I know this intimately. It is a fight to believe who God says you are. But don't let the illusion of power misrepresent who really has power. God is all-powerful. He is the authority, and we got to submit to his authority. 
No one else has authority over our destiny. And what is God trying to teach you? What are you walking through? What is it trying to teach you about who God says you are? We also need to be in community and relationship. People affirm the gift of God inside of you. And you want to know how you actually know if you're really owning the lessons that God is giving you? People around you will start glorifying God because of your contribution and your influence. You're not going to get the glory, but he is. And you're going to see it rippling all around you. That's a well done, good and faithful servant move. You can create that kind of movement around you. But it's not going to be about you. But it will be because you owned your lessons and you decided to be courageous enough to be an example of what's possible. To be a witness. To share your story, your testimonies of what God made possible for you. You are living up to the mark God has for you. There are some things in this earth that only you can do and some lessons only you can own and offer. Don't let a loss scare you out of position or silence the pull, the call of your destiny. You don't have to know how it's going to happen or when. You just have to know you're going to win. Dare to trust that God goes out of his way, just like he did with Peter, to make sure that you don't quit in the areas that you've been called to. Don't quit. Don't give up because it's not about you. It's who you're connected to. God's glory must invade the earth for such a time as this. If you own who you are and be who he called you to be, you're doing your part and God will do his part. Speak what you've seen and heard. Share your testimony. For he's allowed you to encounter, experience, and be a witness of these things. They are not random. God isn't looking for the next great speaker, the next great teacher, the next great brand. He's just looking for a humble witness. You're not making your name great. It's about making his name great. Quitting cannot be your option. Anytime you miss the part, the mark, repent. Get right with everyone and walk worthy of the call that is on your life. You are not bound by time. God doesn't live in a dimension of time. You can repent right now and turn everything around. You are breakthrough walking. You're not waiting on one. You are it. Humble yourself to make yourself of no reputation. Do you have enough humility to allow other people to be great? Jesus gives us access to God in a way that changes everything. Come closer. You don't have to get right. You don't have to get clean. Come closer to God. Set an atmosphere for glory and breakthrough and watch God work. You might have had motherlessness, fatherlessness, betrayal, abandonment, no sense or concept of home, no community, but God is all the support you need. God isn't finished with you yet. He's kept you alive to allow you to come fully alive and do everything he's planned and purpose for you. And he is bringing you fully back to life. He knows how to restore what the locusts have eaten. He knows how to pour power, ownership, confidence all back into you. Your gifts will undeniably bring him glory and his word will not return void.
Spring up the well of God in you. Let God stir you up. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. You will be hungry for the things of God and sold out to him. When we come into agreement with God's will and his call, we are being people we never knew we could be. We are doing what we never knew was possible. And God will show you how to change, how to love, how to communicate, how to take ownership of something, how to forgive, how to really live free indeed. He will help you lay hold of it. God wants to shoot you forth like an arrow fit for the battle. Tools are coming your way. Peace, community, all those things are available inside Courage Co. May God give you faith to receive a message like what you're hearing here. May it take root. May it produce much fruit, even when it hurts to believe. Yes, belief hurts when you hurt, but God knows what it costs and he sees you. And he knows and still has every intention to give you what eyes haven't seen, what ears haven't heard. He knows. With him, you've got this. And we would love to be a part of your journey to support you in your faith walking. You can join us inside the free Courage Co. community, www.courageco.org. You are able to plug into all of these different things. We have a prophetic processing workshop this month, a prophetic boot camp this week. We have the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle, the God's Vibes Mastermind, so many things that you can dive into and be supported in your journey right where you are. Will you become fit for the master's use? Will you walk worthy of the call that's on your life? That ultimately is your decision. God's made his. Will you partner with him? He loves you. He wants you to walk free indeed. He wants you to thrive and be successful more than you could think or imagine. And he has every intention of walking you straight into the good plans and purposes that he has for your life. There's a lot of keys, a lot of principles, a lot of tools that make that possible. Don't miss your moments. Seize them. Seize them. All right, everybody. I hope this message blessed you. It's a little taste of what went down this weekend. You can only imagine. (laughs) If this was only a little taste, holy Moses, for sure, for sure. But we would love to meet you, to connect with you. So feel free to join us inside Courage Co, www.courageco.org. If you are here, if this message blessed you, I would love if you could rate the podcast five stars, leave a review. That truly is how we know that you're here, right? You are not just consuming, but you're actually contributing. If you share this with other people, when you leave your comments, when you leave a review, that's also how this podcast gets into more hearts, more homes, more people get encouraged, more people get built up right when they need it. So I'd appreciate it if you would take just a minute right now to rate it five stars, leave a review. And when you do, make sure that you also go to julianapage.com slash podcast and put in your information to get the God's Vibes Matter devotional. We will send it to you for free. All right, everybody, until next time, stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? 
Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop, literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else, 12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.